Forward, and the band played on. John Carter Cash. Gospel music and the Bible first inspired my father's creativity. He heard the church spirituals and could carry a tune as soon as he could walk. And in the world he grew up in, they didn't sing them only in the church, but in the fields, picking cotton. Life was hard. From then on, music was the source of finding the strength to carry on, making life more meaningful. He would read the Psalms of David and lie in bed at night when everyone else was asleep and make up melodies to accompany the words. He never felt he did them justice. This was the genesis of his creativity and his music. He told me that behind every lyric of music ever written was heart. He said that without the heart to back it up, the prettiest string of poetry ever put together was just a pile of words. Dad never forgot a line of a song if he sang it just once. When I was a boy, my parents and I traveled together for hours on end. There were no cell phones back then, and I couldn't read on the bus as it made me nauseous. So I either stared out the window and watched the endless miles pass or made conversation. Sometimes Dad would break into song. I remember one day he sang a melody I had never heard before. Casey would waltz with a strawberry blonde, and the band played on. He'd glide across the floor with the girl he adored, and the band played on. What's that song, Dad? I asked. It's the band played on, he said. We had the Victrola 78 when I was a boy, but we listened to the music on the radio, not a Victrola. My dad wouldn't spend the money on both a radio and a record player. He kept the album on the mantel, in any case. It was one his mother had when he was young. He said the song itself was written before he was born, before the turn of the 20th century. I haven't thought of that song since I heard it when I was young, younger than you. I looked up. How old were you? Oh, six, I think. I heard it in downtown Dias, in the drugstore. I listened to music there occasionally. They had a Victrola, and they would play albums when people asked. How many times did you hear it, I asked. Oh, just once. Once? Only once? I questioned. Yes, he answered, and I think I remember the rest of it. He then went on to sing every word of that song in perfect pitch, a song he hadn't heard since 1938. And so, music carried him on, as did his perfect recall for melody and word. But it was the heart that made it true, made it last. In 1955, when Dad auditioned for Sam Phillips at Sun Records, he and the Tennessee Two performed an original. The traditional-themed Belshazzar told the story of a prideful Babylonian king who got what he had coming to him. Sam wasn't interested in releasing gospel, though he did hear unique brilliance in my father's voice and took note of his style, charm, and charisma. Beyond that, Dad did something many others at Sun didn't. He wrote his own music and lyrics. From the very beginning, Dad stood out among his peers. He was also at the cutting edge of new music, a rockabilly, and a rebel. But he held on to tradition and roots. The combination made him hard to forget. Dad went on to follow his heart in his writing, and likewise, in the songs he chose to sing. The songs gave hard messages roused us to awareness, and reminded us of what it meant to be a patriot. 
he bravely questioned what is truth. We find the answers not on the outside, but within. He wasn't so much anti-war as he was pro-peace. He did not hate the enemy or the fighter. He offered love to all he encountered. When he looked out across an audience, no matter who they were, prisoners, the marginalized, or anyone else, he saw brothers, fellows who had fallen short, and or those who suffered because of their given lot in life or place of birth. He didn't point a finger in judgment, but made us aware of injustices hidden in plain sight. Through the decades of my dad's life, his handwriting may have changed. I have gotten to the point where I can roughly tell my father's age by the markings of his pen, but his focus and intentions for writing never did. He wrote music that made a difference. Whether it's words of love, anger, celebration, faith, remorse, hope, failure, or joy, the lives of those who hear them are forever altered. And now, when I read his words, I see they have not changed. What has changed is me. My heart and my innocence are lost. Now, I read his words differently, and I perceive a different message, as my father never forgot the words of a song he heard, neither shall the world forget the songs he wrote and sang. And though he may no longer walk this earth as flesh and blood, we find that what we need is more alive than ever in his music.